Welcome back to the show off. I'm Effie Bateman, reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Laura Marcia, entertainment reporter at Pedestrian. Now, before we get into this week's episode, big thanks to BWS for helping us to keep the lights on. And this week we are drinking a cheeky cat amongst the pigeons, Barossa Shiraz. Shall we have some? Yes, please. So I know it's fairly early to be sipping a cheeky red, but BWS is all about whatever floats your boots. So here, I'll start off with that for you, Effie. Thank you. Now that's refreshingly BWS. And in celebration of drinking a cheeky red, I wanted to ask you, Effie, if there was one drink that you could put in a can, what would it be? Does it have to be alcoholic? No. Sure. You go. I reckon like... A hot cup of tea and then you can no but you'd like microwave it for 30 seconds and instead of two minutes to make a tea you you got 30 seconds to make a hot tea actually you know what i'm on board because you know when you go to japan and you get those like vending machines with hot drinks and hot tea you can yeah 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 i like that what about you mine is alcoholic um i've already discussed my love for a filthy martini on this show but my idea is that you get like one of the remune glasses or cans so you can pop in some olives at the top so you pop in an olive and then that's Ooh. how you drink it. So that's that's mine. That's a great idea. I like that. Hell yeah. Mm. Mm. So BWS make it happen. <laughs> okay, Effie, so what do you have for us from this week on the internet? Well, Laura, have you heard of something called Looks Maxi? Yes, I've seen it on TikTok. All right, so I have been delving into Looks Maxing, which, oh, that's two X's, by the way. So Looks Maxing. And it's a self-improvement trend slash meme that's exploded on TikTok, as you said, and it's had about 3 billion tags. So it's a very big deal. And even though it's kind of a gender neutral term, it's kind of cultivated a very large following of teenage boys. So originally it was a term popular in incel forums, but now it's becoming more mainstream. That is a terrifying sentence. Yes, it is. So looks maxing means to do things that maximize your looks and you can soft max and hard max. Jeez, okay, so that sounds like, what, two categories on Pornhub? It does. <laughs> Stepsister Max. Oh. All right, so I'm going to talk you through what soft maxing is, what hard maxing is, and then we're going to get into some of the terminology okay. so you can really get around what looks maxing is. This is already more complicated than I it thought is. from what I've seen on TikTok. All right, so soft maxing. Mm. Uh, so this is like little things you can do to improve your appearance. So this might be getting a better hairstyle, getting a gym uh, routine, basic hygiene, skincare regime, dressing to suit your body and mewing, which I will get to later. But this stuff just sounds like things that we would do on a Sunday night. It really does. But like they've given it a cool name. (laughs) So we call it self-care and they call it looks sexy. Hot. Okay. Then we've got hard maxing. So hard maxing is a little bit more hardcore. So you've got, maybe you might want to use steroids to get bigger. You might get veneers from Turkey, (laughs) plastic surgery, hair transplants, or even if you're a short king, you might get leg lengthening surgery. Ah. So there's also lean maxing and starve maxing, which I think pretty, you know, self-explanatory. And there's also edge maxing. So we're at too many maxing. Edge maxing? <laughs> <laughs> what is edge maxing? So apparently with edge maxing, if you withhold your climaxes, it's supposed to boost testosterone to improve your appearance. I can see the link to incels now. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So the looks maxing even has their own website <laughs> there where you can – there's a forum, there's articles, there's all advice – 
Apparently they have 150,000 visitors a month, which is a lot of people looking for self-improvement. But yes, as you said, Looks Maxing has roots in incel message boards and the Manosphere, which heavily attribute romantic success to the perceived genetic advantages held by tall and muscular men known as chads. Ah. So chads are like, as I said, tall, muscly, and they usually have a very strong jawline. But fun fact, Aussie model Jordan Barrett is known as the ultimate Chad goals, as you can see there. All right, those dimples, they look painful. They're really deep, aren't they? Yikes, you could put some water in there. You could put a a shot glass in there. (laughs) (laughs) So some other terms you will see. So to mog means that the other person puts your features to shame with their features. This doesn't seem like something I would want, but skull mog means that someone has a larger skull than you. Stop it. So apparently that is a desirable trait. Not to be rude, but I'm definitely skull mogging you because I've got a really huge head. I've got a really tiny head. (laughs) Okay, so this one's my favourite, favourite bit. Prey eyes and hunter eyes. Good Lord. So prey eyes are apparently if you're more of like a beta male you will go you have prey eyes so that's like more open eyes um eyebrows are a bit lifted I think and then hunter eyes it's a positive canthal tilt the canthal is the angle between the inner and outer corner of the eye along with pursed lips and hollow cheeks translate to a dominating stare women can't possibly resist okay okay let's try it hang on oh wait I personally can't resist you but maybe (laughs) And then this, mewing. So this is um, apparently if you mew, it will help you build up a jawline. And it's the idea that flattening the tongue gets the roof of your mouth. And over time, the movement is said to help realign your teeth and define your jawline. But you know what? This isn't a new thing. People have been trying to change their looks forever. You know, we've waxing, bleaching, tanning, fake lashes, you know, shaving eyebrows. Even in the Victorian times, they were doing weird shit. So this is a fun fact I learned the other day is that apparently it was super hot to look like you had tuberculosis. Yikes. But they would do stuff like eat arsenic wafers, washing with ammonia, covering their bodies with white paints and toxic enamels. And they even wore dresses that pulled them into a weird hunched over posture. Hot. Yeah, but you know the how we think this is weird? Yeah. I think in like 100 years' time, they're going to look at BBLs and be like, that's weird. 100%. I yeah. think in less time than that. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. But yeah, I think that social media has definitely accelerated insecurities and made a lot of these beauty standards unattainable, you know, especially with beauty filters. Mm. Like nobody... I mean, there are some people that do actually look like that, but a lot of people don't. No. Looks maxing is essentially rebranding the same beauty trends that have been going on for years for women, but men have given it a cool gamer name. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Typical. Like you can't just be like, you know, I'm I'm looking after myself. I have to I have to max my stats, you know? <laughs> I gotta be a cool maxi boy. Cool. So in conclusion, boys, welcome to the club. It's expensive, it's exhausting, and it's relentless. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> 
All right, Laura, what have you got for us this week? This week, I wanted to chat about the big changes in TikTok. And I'm not just talking about the fact that it can now host horizontal video. TikTok now has beef with Universal Music Group and a lot of things have changed this week. So due to some contractual disagreements, Universal has made the absolutely ballsy move of taking all of their music off the app. Mm. And as you'd expect, this is going to change the way that users use the app and content creators use the app and also have some overflow effects on the music industry. But... Let's get into it. So how did this beef come about? So basically in 2021, Universal and TikTok signed a contract um, that Universal's music would go on the platform and that users were able to use it to, you know, lip sync to, to dance to, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but And they were really, really stoked with that contract. So they publicly said at the time that it said, set a industry-wide example of social media companies acknowledging, respecting and compensating music creators whose songs are instrumental to their platforms. But then in January 31st, 2024, this contract was coming to an end. And behind the scenes, the two companies were trying to work out an agreement mm. of a new contract. But then the day before it was about to end, there was a open letter published by Universal. But what did Universal have to say? In summary, TikTok was slammed by Universal. Universal explained how TikTok senior executives proudly state that music is at the heart of what they do and that the majority of the content uses music more than any other social media platform. But according to Universal, their contract renewal relied on three aspects that TikTok wasn't willing to compromise on. So the first one was appropriate compensation for artists, protecting human artists from the harmful effects of AI, for example, what we've seen with Taylor Swift mm, recently, yeah. and then online safety for TikTok users. So for example, the, the artist can't control what their music is used on mm. and it can be problematic content. So Universal claims that TikTok only accounts for 1% of its revenue and that the app only pays a fraction to artists of what other platforms pay. They said in the statement, ultimately TikTok is trying to build a music-based business without paying fair value for the music. The letter also stated that TikTok is allowing AI to flood mm. the platform and not only allowing AI-generated recordings, but it's also developing its own tools to allow users to create their own AI songs. It's kind of encouraging them to... Yeah, so... This letter, it goes into detail over these three points, but it did end on quite a big punchy note, which said, as our negotiations continued, TikTok attempted to bully us into accepting a deal worth less than the previous deal, far less than the market value and not reflective of their exponential growth. I just love that they use the term bullying. I feel like that that appeals so much to Gen Z. No cap universal. <laughs> so they also allege that TikTok has deliberately removed Universal's emerging artists and instead platformed the artists that already had like a worldwide following that would encourage people to go towards the app. Mm. So do you have any questions before we continue? Is Taylor Swift okay? Taylor Swift will be okay. She'll always be okay. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get okay. to that. So then... As you'd expect, TikTok responded. And in summary, TikTok thinks that Universal is lying. So their own statement slammed Universal's letter as fol a false narrative and rhetoric. That's corporate speak for <laughs> go fuck yourself. 100%. <laughs> um, in their statement, they claim that Universal has chosen to walk away from the powerful support of a platform with over a billion users that serves as pr free promotional discovery vehicle for their talent. That's like... When an ex-boyfriend is like, babe, you're never going to find anyone better than me. You're never going to find anyone better. Borderline delusional. Yeah. So then TikTok also said, TikTok has been able to reach artist-first agreements with every other label and publisher. Clearly, Universal's self-serving actions are not in the best interests of artists, songwriters, and Damn, fans. Damn, they're really fighting. I, it's, it's kind of bitchy. Mom and dad, Mom stop. Dad. No, it's, it's actually bitchy, and I love it when businesses fight. Oh, um, me too. Okay, so... 
well, how does this, what happens now, right? Mm. So from February 1st, there is no more universal music on the platform. It means that all trending audio we've heard before and existing audio has been muted. Take, for example, one of my videos that has now been muted, so I can't jam to Troy Sivan. Um, but you have the option to like replace it, so it is kind of fine, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's a doozy. But why is this such a big deal? Well, because of all these stars and so, so many more. Oh, well, Lana. Bro, Lana. Taylor. There's so yeah. many because Universal is the biggest music like publisher in the world. They have mm. so many people signed to them. So from TikTok's perspective, their biggest worry is that users will expect to have the use of all their favorite people yeah. to be able to lip sync and dance to. Whereas for Universal, their worry is that they'll miss, miss out on exposure for their artists. Mm. Um, they're, they're alleging that it's not about revenue because they get such a small percentage of revenue from the app. What do the artists think about it? In summary, there's definitely mixed reviews. So for many artists, it's a place where they built their following and they managed to be signed. Like Peach PRC was signed by Universal because of her work on the platform, the music mm. that she shared. Artists also have a chance to connect with their audiences through the app and give them a behind the scenes glimpse that audiences clearly crave. So rightfully, people like Peach PRC or Noah Kahan are really really worried about how this is going to impact them and their career however the biggest artists aren't really fussed because like we said tiktok is only a really small part of their offering mm. so yeah here's a video of peach and it says me after universal muted every single song i've ever created under them on the very platform they discovered and signed me on and the video is her rocking back and forth in a That's frenzy totally way totally valid me too girl so how will this impact the music industry Honestly, it probably won't at first. The only way we'll really see big effects is if Sony and Warner Music follow suit mm. because we might see some changes then. You see, TikTok created a shift in the way that we find new music and the way that the industry creates and markets these tracks. This is why we often see more artists now doing more self-promotion on social media and why songs often have that 15-second sound. The grab. Bar, the grab. And, and you, sometimes you can tell oh, that you they've can. created it because they want it to pop off on TikTok. Yeah. My favourite example that comes to mind is Lizzo's, like, in a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental and a woman to pump me up. Like, obviously, that is so catchy and it doesn't, in my opinion, really fit with the song. But look, they're hunting for TikTok virality to ensure widespread success across other different platforms. So where does this leave us? In summary, honestly, it's the users that are affected more than the artists, mm. as we may have expected. But this could instigate positive change. We've already seen users use the lack of music to be very creative and find new things to make us laugh. So there's various videos of people dancing to music that isn't copyrighted, such as green sleeves. Banger. <laughs> it is a banger. Um, it's such a banger. <laughs> and I personally hope that we'll see a shift in pop music and how it's created so artists can focus on creativity rather than virality. Also, it's worth noting that other artists who are not signed by Universal are definitely jumping on this opportunity and using it to get their audio heard. So power to you. Well, that's all we've got for this week for you. Thank you to BWS for helping us to keep the lights on. Thanks for listening on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to watch us, which I actually think you should, head over to Pedestrian Television on Nine Now for this and a lot of other good shit. Yeah. And as we go out today, Effie, would you like to dance to Green Sleeves with me? I would love to. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs>